Good morning, everybody. We have a lower trade in the grain markets here early on Tuesday morning. It is 6.30 a.m. Central Time. December corn futures down three and three quarters at 5.55 and a half. November soybeans down 13 and a quarter cents at 13.40 and a quarter. September Chicago wheat down four and a quarter at 7.25 and a quarter. September Kansas City wheat down two and a quarter at 7.01 and a quarter. September spring wheat down six and a quarter at 9.16 and a half. If you guys are listening on the podcast, as always, really appreciate it. Leave me a rating, guys. Leave me a review. Let me know what you think about this thing. I really appreciate everybody who listens. If you are watching on YouTube, make sure you subscribe to the channel. Make sure you hit the like button. Leave me a comment if you have any sort of uh, question, uh, crop update, anything along those lines. Really, would really appreciate that as well. If you need some additional assistance from me, go to my website. It is www.standardgrain.com. Go to that website, click on Grain Marketing Plan in the upper right-hand corner. For $49 a month, I offer a subscription service. It includes a ton of information direct from me for $49 a month. I wake up early and put together an email, send it out to all my subscribers every morning at 6.30 a.m. Central Time. This includes every overnight headline that you need to be aware of, all my grain marketing recommendations, uh, grain marketing fundamental type items, you know, capture and carry uh, basis, all that sort of stuff. Everything's included here. There are videos that accompany this that provide a lot greater detail and explanation. So not only do I provide you with advice, but I give you the explanation in, in, a, in, the, in a video format that really helps to explain everything. And that's one of the best features of this deal. It's 49 bucks a month. It can be canceled at any time. It's a standalone product. You do not need to be a futures or options trader to participate. Certainly check that out. Let's talk about this Brazilian corn situation. Um, a lot of the groups out there are, again, revising their estimates lower for Brazil's corn crop. We had well-followed group Ag Rural out uh, yesterday, I believe, and they cut their production estimate again. So their estimate for the, uh, the country's second corn crop now, 51.6 million metric tons, down from 54.6 previously. They've got the country's uh, corn crop in total at 82.2 million metric tons, which is on the lower end of the spectrum here. Remember, USDA is at 93. Stonex, which is FC Stone, also also lowered its estimate. They've got the crop at 87.1 in total. The general idea here among traders is that because Brazil's crop is so light, that U.S. export demand will remain strong. And, and I pretty much agree with that. They have such a light crop there. You would think that a lot of the uh, export demand that maybe would have gone to Brazil uh, may now come to the United States. Brazil dealt with a severe drought, essentially the entire growing season, and then had a late season frost. If you guys want to put this Brazilian thing in perspective, um, the Brazilian crop was estimated at the beginning of the growing season to be near 110 million metric tons. Let's say it ends up at 85. That would be the equivalent of the U.S. going from like a 179 trend yield down to something in the upper 130s. So it's it's really a crop disaster in Brazil. It's it's a mess. And uh, USDA has its report out late next week. They are probably going to have to revise that number lower, making these global balance sheets just a little bit tighter. Rains are slated to return to the Corn Belt uh, early next week. Now this week we've got pretty much just dry weather. Uh, here's your seven day map again, and there's nothing here in terms of organized precipitation, maybe a little bit here in, in uh, Southern Minnesota, maybe a little bit in Northern Iowa, a little bit in Wisconsin, but really not much in terms of organized precipitation. Uh, the rains return 
early next week is the way that it looks. Sunday and Monday, you're going to start to see some accumulation in places like Iowa, maybe parts of Illinois. And the uh, six to 10 day period, this is August 8th through the 12th. They're calling for mostly normal to above normal precipitation for a lot of the Corn Belt. And of course, you look at the plains dry from North Dakota all the way down through the Texas Panhandle, just nothing there. Above normal temperatures expected. Uh, A lot of the Corn Belt is going to be cool this week, but these warmer temperatures are going to roll in around Thursday or Friday, and uh, that's going to be a trend for a while. You look at the 8 to 14, it, it continues to stay warm. This is August 10th through the 16th. Warm temperatures for the Corn Belt and the Plains, and similar theme of normal to above normal uh, precipitation for the Corn Belt. Uh, still dry for the Northern Plains, maybe more normal type precipitation for the Southern Plains. So in general, when it comes to weather and when it comes to crop potential, I think you've got kind of this same story that's been intact now for a while. And, and the story is this regarding the crop. You've got a, a country or a corn belt that's kind of divided. Central and eastern areas of the corn belt in all likelihood are going to be really good when it comes to yields. Are those good yields or those good or, or even very good or maybe even record crops in some areas, are those areas able to offset what are likely to be poorer crops in the Western Corn Belt and in the Northern Plains in particular. And and I'm not even going to say that all of the Western Corn Belt's bad because it's not, not by any stretch. Uh, the Northern Plains, certainly problematic. Uh, Southern Minnesota is a problematic area. But but can these areas that have consistently caught the rains in the Central and Eastern areas, can they offset what's going on in the Northern Plains and part of the Western Corn Belt? That's kind of the big question here when it comes to both the U.S. corn and soybean crops. We did have our crop progress report out yesterday. Uh, corn ratings declined. The crop is rated 62% good to excellent, down from 64 last week, below the 67% average. Uh, it's normal for ratings to decline by about a percentage point per week this time of year. The trade had expected a decline of 1%, so it was a little bit worse than that. But still, it, a decline this time of year is pretty normal. We saw declines in North Dakota, Nebraska. Colorado, Kansas, Minnesota, Iowa, Missouri, and Michigan. Corn crop 91% silking nationally versus 79 last week, 86 on average. 38% of that crop in the dough stage versus 18 last week, 33 on average. U.S. soybean ratings actually improved unexpectedly. The crop is rated 60% good to excellent, up two points from 58 last week and still below the 65% average. The trade expected a 1% decline here. This is part of the reason why the, the bean market's under a little bit of pressure this morning. We saw improvement in South Dakota, Louisiana, Illinois, Mississippi, Indiana, Ohio, Kentucky, Tennessee, and North Carolina. The bean crop is 86% blooming versus 76 last week, 82 on average, 58% of the bean crop setting pods nationally versus 42 last week and 52 on average. U.S. spring wheat conditions improved just marginally. The crop is rated 10% good to excellent, up from nine last week, way below the 64% average. The amount of wheat rated poor to very poor declined to 64% from 66 the prior week. So a little bit of improvement there. Um, Still a, a disaster of a crop overall. Crop is 17% harvested versus three last week and eight on average. U.S. winter wheat harvest nearing completion. Harvest in the Southern Plains is just about done. Uh, Colorado, Nebraska, South Dakota getting very close. Montana, Idaho, Washington, Oregon uh, dragged down the national average with a slower pace. Montana and Idaho about half done, but uh, we'll be pretty close to to wrapped up there. The uh, cattle market finished just marginally higher yesterday, just barely higher in the fat cattle, barely higher in the feeder cattle. Better day in the hog market. Uh, not much to speak 
speak of in terms of, of cash cattle trade, some limited stuff in the north at 125 yesterday. Um, so we'll see what develops here later in the week. The box beef market was up about two and a half bucks in the choice boxes, more than $4 in the select boxes yesterday. In the outside markets, we have the S&P 500 up 15 points ahead of the cash open. The Dow's up 160. We've got the U.S. dollar a little bit lower, bonds a little bit lower. Precious metals are a little bit lower. The crude oil market is up 25 cents at 71.51 in the September WTI. Everyone have a wonderful day today. I will talk to you same time tomorrow.